We each have our own ways of sabotaging and keeping ourselves down. Do we need to remain the victim so strongly that we pull the ceiling down upon our own heads? There is comfort in the familiar. Maureen Brandy. Welcome to Living at Your Finest podcast show. I'm your host, Dr. Babs. I am a triple board certified family, obesity, and lifestyle medicine physician. I'm also the founder of my online holistic wellness company, Living at Your Finest. This podcast is devoted to helping my community to live at their finest by being empowered with the pillars of lifestyle medicine to nourish and flourish as a whole, vibrant, and healthy champion. It is estimated that 80% of lifestyle-related chronic diseases within our community are preventable. So it's about time that we change this narrative for the better. So join me and my guests as we share transformational and sustainable skill sets from our own health and wellness journey to support you and your families in achieving ultimate well-being. So I hope you're ready to live at your finest. Well, let's get to it. Living at Your Finest Health Champions, greetings to you. Welcome back to the Living at Your Finest podcast show. Glad you are here. If you're new, I'm pleased that you're here. Welcome and thanks for tuning in. I trust life is going well with you and yours. I trust that you're also taking life one step at a time and trying to just trying your best to avoid the overwhelm. Well, I am always thrilled when you listen in because it tells me that you're investing in your health and wellness. So kudos to you. I'm happy because I get to speak about the topic that I've been meaning to speak about for a while, self-sabotage. I have fallen victim to this habit quite a bit, and I've observed my patients and clients do the same, but not anymore because we're going to learn how to take care of it, right? Self-sabotage is killer of all success. Today, I'm going to talk about the meaning of self-sabotage and what it looks like. And I'll also make a few points on best practices on how to avoid the habit of self-sabotage. Self-sabotaging behaviors refer to intentional action or inaction that undermines people's progress and prevents them from accomplishing their goals. Pretty much we can say that self-sabotage occurs when we hinder our own progress, our own success, our own goals. It is important for us to know that self-doubt is a normal part of human being, right? You're not a human being if you don't have some form of self-doubt. Everyone experiences it just from time to time, some people more than others, but it is a habit that we all have. And like all habits, it takes time to, to cultivate those habits, right? We are creatures of habit. And for us to get rid of those habits, it's going to take time. It's going to be, we have to be intentional about it. But the important thing is that just because it's a normal thing that happens doesn't mean that we should ignore it, right? We need to recognize when it comes about, when it's around, when it's surfacing around, and we need to figure out how to avoid these habits, right? Especially if it's affecting our health goals, our health and wellness goals. And we find, or the research shows that most of this behaviors come from a desire to protect ourselves, right? So protect ourselves from hurt, from pain, from um, disbelief, all those things. So we're actually unconsciously or consciously protecting ourselves, right? So that's why it's so important that we need to identify when this happens because it can affect us both personally and professionally. Now, let me share what it looks like to have conscious self 
sabotaging behaviors. I've done that quite a bit. You know, when I started my health journey, real health journey, after getting being knowledgeable in lifestyle medicine and obesity medicine, I recall that, you know, I before then I say, oh, I want to be healthy. I want to eat well. But then I would buy things that would prevent me from, from being healthy. Now, things that I knew were already my triggers, I will buy them. And I already knew, I knew that I just didn't have any willpower, right? But then I will buy it and I'll tell myself, oh, yeah, you got this, you can do it. And then when I fail and I eat the things and I've overeaten, then I tell myself, oh, I'll just start another day. I'll just start on Monday. So that was a conscious self-sabotaging behavior. Now there are some unconscious self-sabotaging behavior. If you are reluctant to go, okay, for instance, if, and, and it happens subtle in a very subtle way, if you're reluctant to go to the gym and then a phone call comes and all of a sudden you just forgotten that you were supposed to have, you had an appointment at the gym, you just totally forgot it. And you're having that conversation and the time has elapsed. And then all of a sudden you're looking at the time. Oh my goodness, look at it. Time has already gone and you didn't even go to the gym. So there's several examples like that. I'm sure you can relate several ways that you've self-sabotaged. You've done things either intentionally or unintentionally to affect your health goals. The self-sabotage looks different for different people, right? Because we're all uniquely made, right? We are not the same human beings. We have different backgrounds, different cultures, different upbringing. But I can share two main ways that I see that self-sabotage shows up. I know for me, one way is I get so hard on myself. If I my goal was to, okay, drink more water, maybe drink about... That was when I was really trying to train myself to drink water. If if I fell short of the number of cups I wanted to drink, you know, I try to aim for a, a half a gallon to a gallon, then I'm really upset. I just get, I, you know, I don't even give myself credit for maybe the two or three that I drank. And then the next day I don't even make an effort because I feel like I'm a failure. I can never get this right. That is one way that self-sabotage because it's not for me to keep pressing on and giving up already because I've told myself that, yeah, I can't get this right, right? So being too hard on myself suddenly is one. And then, yes, another way that it shows up is when you just close your mind to anything whatsoever. You don't even want to have an open mind. You want to be fixed in your thoughts, in your in your, in your your perception of things. And you don't even want to give, you don't want to explore. You don't want to see what's possible. Thanks so much for joining me on today's episode of the Living at Your Finest podcast. My goal on this podcast is to empower, educate, and encourage you to take actionable steps to triumph at Living at Your Finest, body, mind, and spirit. Of note, the information provided here is for educational purposes and does not substitute for medical advice, please discuss your health concerns with a licensed medical professional. In addition, the content here does not reflect those of any organization that I'm employed by or affiliated with. If you are in need of more in-depth content on best practices to ensure that you live at your finest daily, please join me on Facebook or YouTube at Living at Your Finest with Dr. Babs, where we learn and grow together. Friendly reminder to subscribe to iTunes if you haven't done so already. Share this podcast within your circle of influence and please leave a review. I would love to hear from you. Now let's get back to today's episode. So how do we get out of our own way? How do we stop the self-sabotage? Because I'm sure that that's the question we're all asking. I had to do the research. I had to figure out why do I keep falling into the same hole? Well, the first tip I want to share is we have to 
build self-awareness of our behavior and how we respond to -to day-to-day activity. The best way to overcome self-sabotage is you have to stop and reflect. You know, they say all the time that you cannot manage anything if you don't measure it. So it's the same way. If you have a behavior that you don't like and it's not supporting your health and wellness goals, you want to stop and ask yourself, what behavior are you repeating that is leading to this downward spiral? And when you have to ask yourself, is this what you want for your life? Is this truly, truly what you want? So pretty much you're asking yourself your why. You want to be healthy. You want to be able to run with your kids. You want to be able to stand up without hurting. You know, so every time you self-sabotage yourself, you're it's like you're rewinding all the way back instead of pressing forward. Even if it's just 1% forward, it's better than heading back. So that's the first thing. You have to stop and ask yourself, what are you doing? What are you doing? Why are you doing it? And what can you do to prevent that from happening? And that leads us to number two, another tip that you can use to stop the self-sabotage. Learn your triggers. Learn your triggers and what what is the underlying fear. So my triggers, again, I always say that I'm a sweet tooth. When I hear people, my patients or clients say that, oh, sugar doesn't bother them. I'm like really envious of them because I wish that that was something I didn't have to struggle with. My brain is wired. But again, I'm glad that I have trained my brain. So and I found alternative sugar. But before that, it was a struggle because I would keep cookies in the house for the kids and then I would eat it. You know, I would have healthy foods, but of course, you know, if you have healthy foods and unhealthy foods, you, you, there's just a natural tendency that you want to eat the palatable foods. Of course, when you eat lots of sugar, your taste buds doesn't taste natural, clean food as tasty. So I had to learn to get rid of my triggers. You know, I, I speak about um, Dunkin' Donut that I used to be hooked on. And that was just because my brain was wired that way, right? I had to start, start finding a different route to get to work. I mean, of course, there were periods where I wanted to surf sabotage and I took the route thinking, oh yeah, I'm fine. I should be okay. I wouldn't stop for donuts, but no, that didn't happen. Self-sabotaged and stopped for a donut. Th- that was just what I had to do. I had to really be true to myself, like I said, for number one, and then learn those triggers. And then what was the underlying fear? So you want to avoid those negative self-talk, you know, all this internal dialogue that happens that makes you feel that you, you, you're not able to achieve your goals and that why you're even trying. So that's so important. If those talks are coming in, you want to find find a way to replace those thoughts that say, I am fearfully and beautifully made. I, I can do all things. You know, I'm a faith-based um, individual and I believe in the power of word and tongue. And I had to learn to say that repeatedly till it became real, till it became part of my life where I believed it. I believe that my body deserved to be treated like the temple of God and to feed it the right substance of foods. And even when the temptation was strong, I had to say it over. And even if I missed it, at least I knew I was making an effort. So pretty much changing those negative self-talk, identifying what those triggers will definitely help to lead you out of the place of self-sabotage. Another thing that we definitely need to do is practice self-compassion. So treat yourself with kindness and understanding. I know even if you've missed the boat, even if you've missed stuff on your health goals, you didn't make the amount of water, didn't eat the amount of veggies, or you finished the whole bag of chips, just give yourself grace. Instead of beating yourself up for your mistakes and, and shortcomings, just remind yourself that life happens, life gets busy. You just have to figure out 
how to avoid those triggers, right? Because if we keep feeling that we're, we, we mess up all the time, then our brain registers that you just mess up. So give yourself grace, be kind to yourself. Don't be overwhelmed, right? Because when we're overwhelmed, that's where self-sabotage comes in because you, you, you're looking for an outlet and very quickly you go back to the familiar, right? Your default behavior, right? So that's so important. Now, the, the last point that I want to stress here is take action towards your goals, right? So first, we already said, identify what the issues are, right? Know your why. And then the second one we talked about, know the triggers, right? Know the triggers and be sure that you eliminate those underlining fears that that are in there, whether it's in the form of self negative self-talk. And then last but not the least is just take action, take action towards your goals. You cannot make any progress without taking action. It's not going to change overnight. We know the strong quote that says doing the same thing, expecting different results is called insanity. Well, we're not going that path. We are taking action. We already know that this is a habit that we have, self-sabotage, why we're doing it. And we need to figure out how we can take action to prevent that from happening. So every time you take a step forward, even if you're scared, it proves to you that you're capable and you're competent and you can do this. So that's what I had to do. I had to assure myself that I can do this. It will boost my self-confidence, my self-belief. And one thing that you can do that will help the self-sabotage habit to to diminish significantly is to recharge your body. It's so important that we recharge ourselves and not wait to when you're like completely drained before you're looking for recharge. Because if you if you're running on half empty, you're you're as you can imagine, you are not going to be efficient. You're not going to be able to think true thoughts. You're not going to be able to get rid of the negative self-talk. So you want to recharge your batteries. You want to um, prioritize self-care right? You want to express gratitude. Gratitude is so important because it, 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 it shifts your thought process to a higher vibration. It takes away the worry and the fear, which is a negative emotion, but it takes you into a gratitude, which is a parasympathetic, a relaxed, a, a calm mood. And then when, of course, when you set your intentions, you're very clear on why it's so important for you not to self-sabotage. You're very clear on it because of the things that you want to be able to do. You know, you want to live a long and healthy life, but not just looking about uh, 10 years down the line, but what you'll be able to do now, right? Minimize your medication, not even be on medicine altogether. You know, there's so many whys, brilliant whys you know, that you want to definitely avail yourself of. Now, of course, you have to create those li- liberating affirmations that remind you of your intention. Make them bold and clear. On my phone, I have pictures of me um, with my kids and I, you know, I have there somewhere we're healthy, we're temples of the Lord, you know, on my fridge. We don't have things that would trigger us. We have healthier options, but then, you know, I have affirmations on my mirror. So just where you remind yourself of your why and why you're doing what you're doing till it becomes very, it becomes part of you, what you do. All right. You might want to hire a coach. You might want to get a wellness strategist as I am. You know, my mom always used to say that the eyes that sees does not see itself. So, and then if you're in the picture, you can see, you get the frame, right? So you could be struggling and you might not even know. Some people don't know they self-sabotage. It took me a while to know that I was self-sabotaging all the time with my health and wellness goals. So you might want to either hire a coach to help you and see your blind spots, or you might want to just share with somebody to hold you accountable. Because 
just human nature. We tend to respond better to people if, if they know of what we're doing and how we want them to hold us accountable compared to being accountable to ourselves. So that's definitely one that you could consider. They, somebody that you know that loves you that will help to support your decision. So as we come to the end of this episode, uh, the question to ask yourself is, have you ever caught yourself in the trap of self-sabotage? And if you have, what have you done? What are you doing? I want you to remember again that this is a normal experience. Most of us fall into this self-sabotage behavior every now and then. Please do not beat yourself up on it. Just follow those three main steps that I've mentioned. They will definitely help you to minimize the self-sabotage. And if you if you sense it coming up again, then pick up these three main things that I spoke about, right? And, and and just attack it very quickly. Don't wait for it to linger long, right? Don't wait for it to linger long. Pay attention to what the fears are. Pay attention to the negative talk. Make sure that it's not all or none. Make sure that you know your strong why. Take your actions. Take your actions because you deserve to live at your finest because you are worth it. You know that. So I want you to identify one actionable step that you will do this week. That is my ask today, okay? So with your head, what have you learned? What is your takeaway with your heart? How is it making you feel? Is there hope? Is there hope that things can get better and that you will stop this period of self-sabotage and just believe in the power of healing? And then with your hands, I want you to start doing it. Start doing it, right? So I do appreciate you, my communities of health champions. Thanks for hanging on here with me today. Uh, I hope that this episode has given you some just nuggets of wisdom on how to proceed and how to just live at your finest by being whole, vibrant, and healthy. As always, I would love if you could please share, subscribe, and leave a statement of your experience, um, taking these actionable steps, right, that we spoke about today. And if you have any that you want to share, please go ahead and share, because I am a lifelong learner. I love to learn. I love for us to get healthier. So remember that we're on this journey together. We strengthen each other. Look forward to returning to you as your host for the next episode. So until then, remember that you do deserve to live at your finest by being whole, vibrant, and healthy because you're worth it. See you soon and take care. God bless.